right, hello, back to uh, Wait a Sec Podcast with me, Derek, and uh, as always, I have Michael with me. We uh, were talking about some sports today, like usual, and uh, if you guys want to, you could go ahead and like and share us and or like us on Twitter at uh, Twitter is Wait a Sec underscore pod, and on Facebook, it's Wait a Sec Podcast. You can like and share us if you want. We, uh, we're trying to make it a little bit better, so please let us know if anything is uh, awry, so to speak. Um, yeah, so, give us some topics. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, please. That we can discuss. Please send us topics. Let us know. Uh, if you guys have anything you want us to talk about, we'd be more than happy to do so. Uh, I figured I'd start off today by giving you a stat about Kobe Bryant. Can I give you an icebreaker question first? Of course you can. Yeah, bring it on. What is your favorite taco? Ooh. Um, I got to say shrimp tacos, man. Oh, man. I'd say the same thing. Shrimp taco. Crispy shell or soft shell? Oh, soft shell. Crispy shell, eh. For the Crispy shell is good for beef and beef only. Everything else should be soft. Everything else should be a soft taco. Yeah. When was the last time you threw up? These are my two icebreakers. Well, that's a... A and why did fucking you ridiculous icebreaker question um well like, last time i like throw up from what like in any general reason. any reason um christmas eve of last year i had food poisoning it was pretty awful me too when, know, when was yours though norm mine was fairly recently like oh yeah fourth of july i ate some, some beef that was like a little over uh, it was about two weeks old should, yeah, shouldn't, that, that, yeah, shouldn't have ate it. Yeah, uh, it, was <laughs> it was a terrible decision. It was a bad time, but you could tell we're getting old because it wasn't from drinking. It was from it was from food, food being bad. Yeah, I know. Oh God, mine was mine was because I uh, I went to Grubs one night, or I mean, I went to a restaurant one night. I will not name names. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, and I, I don't want to take any business away from them, but th- this may have just totally They're been a fluke. And as a matter of fact. It was, in my opinion, a fluke. But uh, I went and ordered some um, cheese fries and had some bacon on there. And uh, I ate about half of them. And I was like, all right, I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm pretty full because, you know, they give you a pretty decent sized portion. Yeah, usually they're good. Yeah, usually. Yeah. Oh, they're they're fantastic. But they're, you know, they give you a pretty good portion. And I ate about half of them and I was pretty full. So I... I saved the rest for later, and the next day, which was December 23rd, so the next day was December 24th, Christmas Eve, and uh, I decided I was going to go ahead and eat those, and I ate them, and about four hours later, I was in a world of hurt until the next morning, and it, it, like, it was one of the worst I've ever had in my life. It was absolutely horrific, and I will never forget it. And I will never eat chili or eat cheese fries from from them again. But I digress. So uh, we'll go from that to a a much more sportsy Kobe topic. Bryant yeah, yeah, a Kobe Bryant statistic. That's correct. So uh, Kobe. I, I learned this the other day, and, and Zane Riley, this is for you. And I thought of this because I, I saw it, and I figured I'd throw it in there just just for my boy Zane Riley. He's a good friend of mine. Uh, Kobe had more 40-point games than LeBron 
and Kevin Durant combined. Not only that, but he had more 50-point games than LeBron, Steph Curry, and KD combined. And he had more 60-point games than LeBron and Michael Jordan combined. What are your thoughts on that? I mean, that's pretty freaking ridiculous to me. I mean, I, I'm blown away by that. That doesn't surprise me. Um, I hated Kobe Bryant when he played, but now that he's gone, you know, you kind of miss a guy like that. But he probably took a lot more shots than than LeBron or KD did in those games, too. So that probably that, has a lot That's to do a good with point. It. I didn't think about that. That's a really good point. Um, n- neither of those players had to take that many shots to win. Kobe had to because and all those by the way all the all those stats I just gave you the majority of them were in non-championship years, which makes perfect sense. He wanted to win and he did everything he could to win. If he didn't have to win or if he didn't have to do everything he could to win, they won titles, and that includes Pau Gasol, Shaq. You know, I, I, I mean, I, I'm just throwing names out there, but yeah, he was good, but I hated him. Uh, uh, oh man, I did too. I but now the whole kind of like Jordan. Now I appreciate him now that they're gone. But. I I agree. I agree. For the most part, for the most part, um, uh, the only thing I don't agree with is the fact that he cheated on his fiance at one point. And Zane, this ha- I I'm gonna go ahead and say that Zane, this has nothing to do with the fact that Kobe's a great player. He is a great player, but he's kind of a a douchebag. Uh, at least he was for that point. Uh, he may not be now. As a matter of fact, I've seen. Multiple, I like him now. He's kind of, kind of old yeah, school mentality. Yeah, yeah. I've seen multiple interviews with him, and he seems pretty down to earth now. He kind of realizes that you know he he did what he could, and he made it he is where he is and then he he understands that now another little tidbit i wanted to throw in there it's about vince carter more nba shit more nba man i know i know i know it over with dude i know you are not nobody cares about it till the playoffs only you everybody else that listens to this which is three or four people i had a request uh, okay. To not talk about NBA right now. Oh, from you? I, I <laughs> no, assume. Not. Well, this is just literally. This All right, is let's just get it over. a statistic. This is just a statistic. Uh, maybe statistic. The, maybe the Excuse greatest me. dunker of all time. I agree. Now, I heard this the other day, and it blew my mind. So Vince Carter, he's on the Atlanta Hawks now, and so he's playing with Trey Young. He's still playing. He is. Jesus. And he's going to play this year. By the way. Okay. Vince Carter is older than Trey Young than his father. Okay, so Vince Carter is older than Trey Young's father. Wow. And they're playing together in Atlanta. How ridiculous is that? Like I that blew my mind. I was like, "Oh my god." At one point, I kind of thought like, "All right, Vince, it's time to hang him up." But the dude in in like pregame is still windmill dunking and doing like 360 dunks at the age of 42. 
He's still doing it. Why wouldn't he keep playing? I don't blame him. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it's fun playing basketball. I mean, we sure as shit wouldn't know. I mean, we still play basketball. <laughs> we, fun, we, play, we play horse. We don't play <laughs> basketball. Let's be real about this. Like, we, we just shoot the ball. And, we, yeah, okay, we're, we're all right at shooting the ball. But if we were going against, like, Vince Carter or Trey Young, we would still get absolutely owned. Doesn't matter. I mean, I, I, bet, I bet if Bill Russell walked into my fucking driveway and was like, hey, I want to challenge you guys at horse, we'd still lose. Yeah, I'd agree. <laughs> okay, so we don't play basketball. We play horse. There's a big difference. We should play basketball, but that's... We, we should, but that, that's that's a totally different, totally different deal. But anyway, all right. So what do you got on your mind, Michael? Tell me. Uh, Cam Newton, is he hurt again? I thought I heard something. He had a shoulder thing last year. Cam Newton? Yeah, is he still hurt? I don't think so. I, 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 I haven't heard anything recently about him. Uh, that doesn't mean that he isn't. I don't, I don't know for sure. Uh, it seems like... Uh, well, I, I'm looking it up, so go, yeah, ahead. go, go, go ahead and talk uh, about it a little bit if, if you heard something. <laughs> no, I, I was just... I thought I heard that on the radio that he was still hurt, and I thought, well, he was hurt last year, like... Didn't he have surgery to fix his shoulder or whatever the deal was? Well, from what I'm literally reading right now, because I just looked it up, uh, it looks like they're playing it safe with him, but he should be ready for the beginning because of the season. Because he's coming off of surgery? Well, yeah, but they're they're saying that he should be ready for the beginning excuse me, for the beginning of the year. He should be ready. Right on. What do you think about Kyler Murray? How do you think he's gonna do? Okay. I have there are multiple things out there about Kyler Murray. I I did watch his highlights from last night, which doesn't mean anything because it was the first preseason game. However, he looked good. He looked good, not great, but he looked good. I heard he didn't now, throw very many passes. No, like, not at all. He threw like passes anyway. five, maybe seven. I I, th- I think he went six for seven, I, and they they kicked a field goal. But regardless, like, he threw seven passes. Now, I wouldn't have even done that. Like, if he's your number one player, I mean, yeah, you want to give the crowd something. You got to give him reps. I mean, he's a rookie. I mean, yeah, I I agree. But if he's already getting first-team reps. Well, he only got one series, so that's about right. Right, which is preseason. Like, see, this is the classic preseason overreaction to me. Agreed. Like, he... I think he'll be good. I think he'll be very good. Not great, but very good. I see him being a new, a newer Russell Wilson. But Russell Wilson, to me, I think is better. He has a better arm. He can scramble better. He knows the offense. I, I would like okay so they have Kyler Murray really high in fantasy football rankings I wouldn't take him if my life fucking depended yeah, on yeah I try not to take rookies it's kind of risky I would not take him if I had to. I mean if like the only person was like him and Daniel Jones or something or you know like I'd, I'd take him but I'm not going to so 
I, I don't know. I'm I'm not sold on Kyler Murray. I think I think this preseason game was a good glimpse of what he could be, but I don't think he's going to be as good as people think. Agreed. So speaking of fantasy, all right, we're going to start up our league again. Yeah, we are. Who uh, who are you taking first? You I'm think? not. No, see, you don't want my 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 boy Billy Bob tried to get me to answer this question. And well, I, I'm not, he is in our league, and I'm not going to give him an answer. Fair enough. Because I, I want to keep my strategy to myself. That, that's, that's just me. I mean, I, you may be different. You may want to talk about your strategy. Your strategy may be totally fluid. And mine, mine is not. Mine is set. I know who I want. I know who my backups are in case I don't know who I want. That's all that yeah. matters. I've done Ideally, a, I entirely make a list, way too a much. list of guys that I want to draft, but I probably won't do that in time. So just pick them on a whim. It's kind of fun that way, too. It is kind of fun that way. I agree. I've done it before. I will say, though, that doing research helps. It does. Yeah, um, you, I think you missed the playoffs last year, huh? Oh, yeah. No, my, my team was garbage. My team was so bad, and I'm in a league this year where I have to throw in 35 bucks, so I really have to be on my game. Nice. And, I, and I've, I've legit done some research, and I'm really hoping that I hope it pays to get off. in a league this year for money because I wasn't in one last year, and it's just not quite as you fun know, when there's nothing on the line. I legitimately considered throwing our league into money, but I don't think or like I, I don't think I don't think anybody would go for it. Yeah, I mean, or like a trophy would be good. Even just something like bragging rights. Play for something. Kind of like the show, The League. Yeah, I watched a little bit of that show. It it's good. it's funny. It, it, you need to watch the whole thing. It's really funny. But uh, I, I will say that I think there needs to be some incentive. And the incentive that I have doesn't necessarily revolve around money or trophies. It's more like strategy. So if... If you're in last place and you need a player, like a really good bench player, you can go to the waiver and you are first in line. And not only that, but trades are extended past what normal trade deadlines are. So you can try and get a trade if possible. I, I'm trying to well, make it fair to everybody. we have people in our league that they don't adjust their team at the end of the year and that's kind of weak. I yeah. There needs to be that's true. There there needs to be some some consequence for finishing last, and some reward for finishing. So what? Okay. So what about this? If they finish last, they're not in the league next year. Ah, but some of them like have been in our league for damn like fifteen years. years. Fifteen years. I mean, we've had this league since college. Yeah. And we're thirty three, thirty four almost. So I mean, I, I that's pretty good incentive to me. I'd want to try super hard to stay in that league because I've been in there for so long. I I don't know. Maybe I'm different. I... Or at least a trophy for first or something. If I win, I'm buying myself a trophy, taking a picture. <laughs> <laughs> if if you win and you buy yourself a trophy, we'll make it the trophy for the league. Cool. And I'll 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 I'm throw I'll I'll chip in some money for the trophy if that happens. Okay. We'll throw a party. But I, I can honestly say that it's not going to happen because I've done a shitload of research. <laughs> oh, I, think, yeah. I think you're going down like a sweet oh, muffin, yeah. my man. 
All right, so uh, that was the first 15 minutes. The second 15 minutes, we're going to talk about Arkansas football camp. So from everything that I've been reading, which, I mean, it's all online. There's there's not a whole lot going coming out of uh, fall camp because mainly they are very secretive about what they're doing. Uh, they do show normal drills uh, with players that you know, you, you want to keep your eye on. I mean, I, and when I say normal drills, I mean like, you know, they do receivers do routes and linemen do, you know, the, the, the push and, you know, there, there's all kinds of different things that they do, but they don't run any plays outside of a seven on seven type scenario. And they want to keep it that way in case anybody tries to, you know, sneak in a peek or whatever you want to call it, which I don't know why anybody would. We're They're trying terrible. to be so secretive and not give away, like they said, they ran 10% of their offense in the spring game. Like, nobody gives a shit about Arkansas. They just think they're going to cream us, whether they know our plays or not. And, I mean, I guess I get trying to hide it, but... Can you blame I don't know. Maybe, Can you blame maybe him? they have a bigger strategy. You know, it's uh, you it's know his team to coach. Let him decide if he wants to. Show I think so. Practice or not. I think I think they have a bigger strategy in mind, and I think I think they're going to open up the playbook a little bit more this year because Ben Hicks will for sure start the year, in my opinion. I really, I I think Ben Hicks will start the you year. You know, just in that little YouTube video we watched of the first 20 minutes of practice or whatever, yeah, yeah. Starkle is a big dude. He is a big dude. He's tall, and when the ball leaves his arm, it reminds me of Mallet. Yeah, it kind of did. But Ben Hicks knows the offense very, very well. And it's like, how complicated could this offense be? It, like, it was so ineffective last year. I mean, is it the offensive line? Is it that bad? Good point. They can't run. Good point. But I will but say, I, I think I think that's part of it. That that's exactly what I was going to bring up. I think that's part of it. You know, I'd also wouldn't mind seeing um, KJ Jefferson. Yes, exactly. I would love to see. I, I think they're going to play him against. I, I bet they'll or give him packages to run certain yeah. plays. I wouldn't be surprised that they put him up against. Like a team, like start him in the middle of the year against like Western Kentucky or something, just to see what he can do, because you know uh, true freshmen are allowed four games before they have to be redshirted. Yeah, I, 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 I would games. not, I would not be surprised that they started him against like Western Kentucky or San Jose State, even. Or I, even I think Portland State's going to be Ben Hicks, no problem, no question, no question. Yeah, I think whoever he's going to start the year, the long term quarterback for the year is who they need to start against Correct. Portland State. I agree, but then give him four games, KJ Jefferson, like give him some packages to run for four games and see how it goes. I mean, if if he knows the offense well enough and they give him the opportunity, I bet he's going to be fired because what I've heard is he looks good. Like, he looks every bit of the part that they're thinking Deshaun Watson was whenever he was recruited to Clemson, which is scary to me. Like, I putting that kind of hype on a true freshman to me is scary. But if he resembles him as a true freshman, I mean, why... 
why try and shy away from that? Why not try and capitalize on that a little bit? Give them a little bit of game time. Put them in against San Jose State. Put them in against Western Kentucky. See how he does. He, I mean, he doesn't have to start every game. If he ends up being dynamic to the point where it helps Arkansas and they put him in, then why not? But there's a caveat there because he's a true freshman and not many true freshmen. The only true freshman that I remember being like legit unbelievable at quarterback was Trevor Lawrence last year. He's the only true freshman that I can remember that he came in and just lit the world on fire. And I don't think Trevor Lawrence has come around that often. Yeah, that guy's incredible. He's really, really good. He's just a sophomore, right, this year? He's going to be a true sophomore this year. He won the national title as a true freshman. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Clemson's good. I he's, think Clemson may win the national dude, title. He's, he's, yeah, uh, he, he kind of reminds me of California from uh, uh, Remember the Titans. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of who he reminds me exactly. of. exactly. He, he has that sunshine about him, yeah. you know, like his, his locks of his hair flowing behind him as he runs. I don't know. I, I, it sounded super lame, but it, it's true, kind of. I mean, I, Yeah, I agree. One of the other players I wanted to talk about was uh, Traylon Burks. He wasn't here for the spring because he was recovering from an ACL. But from what I've seen, I've seen a couple of clips of him running routes and catching some one-handed balls, and I've seen him doing some things on online, but I am super excited about this dude. I mean, he is a legend in Arkansas football, high school football at Warren. I mean, he if he's an, a legend already, he is a monster athlete. He's 6'3", 225, and he is a receiver. And a lot of the people, uh, uh, McTelvin Aguim came on and uh, or gave an interview and said that he reminded him of Julio Jones. I'm not going to put that praise on him yet, but if he's already reminding him of Julio Jones when Julio was a freshman, that's really high company. Like, that's really impressive to me. I mean, freshmen aren't allowed to talk to the media until after their first game. So uh, nobody can talk to any of the freshmen until after their first game. So uh, no, no, nobody knows for sure. Is that an sure. Arkansas rule or is that an NCAA rule? I, ooh, good question. I want to say it's an NCAA rule. I think it's an NCAA rule. So once they play in a game, media can talk to them. Huh. But until then, it's upperclassmen or at least as long as they've been in the program for a year they can talk to whoever they want and McTelvin Aguim obviously has been in the program long enough to to comment on these things and he did mention that uh, uh, Traylon Burks looks unbelievably good unbelievably good and Trey Knox who looked really good in the spring game, who took that, what was it, a, a like a 10-yard slant to the house for 80 yards or whatever. He looks really good, too. I mean, and Trey Knox is taller than Traylon Burks. He's 6'4". I mean, we have some big receivers, and they look a lot like the Clemson receivers, like Mike Williams did. I mean, I, 
they look a lot like the Clemson receivers. They're huge. They're tall. They're big. They can catch. They can jump and meet the ball at the high point. And you're yeah. talking about cornerbacks that are six feet and under, or maybe six one at the most, trying to guard them. There's no way. Yeah. I'm, I'm. I can't wait to see. There's the some receiving things to court. be hopeful about, and this is uh, this is the hopeful season. You know, people are starting to get a little. It's talking season, man. Excited and overly ambitious. I think. Uh, yeah, uh, overly ambitious. Uh, I'm. I'm, but, I'm falling into that trap. You know, I'll, I'll straight up admit uh, that I'm falling undefeated into right it. now. Yeah. So everybody's undefeated. Yeah. Yeah. What, I saw you writing some stuff down over there. What, what do you got? What do you got uh, going on? What do you want to talk of, about? Uh, trash, really. Trash. <laughs> so uh, are you talking about your life? Much given to the media is what I've heard. Like they. Yeah. Uh, no, they don't they let you do see not. practice or scrimmages or. No. Um, they they let you see drills. They don't let you see practice. Yeah. So like it's just drills that they let you focus in on. That's okay. I mean, we'll wait for the football season to start. It's gonna be good. I also wrote Deshaun Watson, so we were talking about him. Uh, yeah. Just mainly for my own purposes for drafting fantasy quarterback. <laughs> no, talk about him. What What do you think? Oh, I think it'd be a great pick at quarterback fantasy why? football. Did you watch him last year? I want you to tell me why. I mean, I did watch him, and he was, he was pretty good, but he gets injured. Tell, tell me why I should pick Deshaun Watson. Well, he had incredible numbers. He's got Hopkins at receiver. and uh, Oh, that's a biggie. I, I forget that's a biggie. that other guy, their second receiver. Will Fuller. Yeah, he was really good for a while until he got hurt. And even somebody after that. Ooh, I don't know. I don't know him. Um, but, yeah, that'd be a good pick. Gets rushing touchdowns, gets throwing touchdowns. Yeah. No, I I'll I'll concede. He So let me ask you this then. Would you take Deshaun Watson or would you take Russell Wilson? Which of the two would you take? Well, I'm taking Deshaun Watson out of those two. Why? Because uh, I hate Seattle, and I, mean, I hate Seattle too. I'm a 49er yeah. fan. I always hate Seattle. Um, and Russell Wilson is always, you know, kind of middle of the road fantasy quarterback. That's not true. Two years ago, he was the number one fantasy quarterback. Two years ago. Two years ago, he was number one. I bet Deshaun Watson did better last year. I bet he didn't. We need to look it. All up. right, let's look it up. You go ahead and keep talking about Deshaun Watson. You go ahead and talk about your love affair. With Deshaun Watson. Well, it's not really a love affair. I'm not, I mean, I'm not a huge fan of, I mean, he seems like an all right guy. I'm not a huge fan of Houston. I mean, they're okay. Um, then I was thinking of my first pick. You know who uh, I think is going to have a comeback year? Who? This is David Johnson for the Cardinals. I agree. Actually, I I like David Johnson. Now you'll now you'll pick him right ahead. Of no, 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 no. Um, I'm I've always liked him, David Johnson. Um, he's man. He is a solid. He's a solid player. Uh, so Deshaun Watson did 
have more fantasy points than Russell Wilson number by four. Deshaun Watson was number four in the league with three hundred and thirty-two almost. Uh, Jeez, Patrick total. Mahomes just crushed it. Patrick Mahomes last year was. He won't repeat that this year, but he is unbelievably good. Yeah, I like him a lot, man. Um, I like watching him a lot. So, Russell Wilson was ninth last year. Aaron and Rogers he had 298.5 points. So, you're talking about 30, what is it, 33.5 points total difference. Which isn't much, but if you, I mean, if you spread that across 16 weeks, that's not much. But it could be the difference between going to the playoffs, not going to the playoffs, going to the title game, not going to the title game. It also depends on, it also depends on uh, if, you know, your team is in the playoffs. Because if they're in the playoffs and they rest their team the final week of the year, like they did with Mahomes, by the way. Mahomes didn't play the last week of the year. Wow. And he still killed it. You got to make it to the playoffs to even have a chance. So, And then the last game is this week 16. So, I mean, most yeah. of your players oh, yeah. are still going to be playing for something. No, I, I agree. Matt Stafford, number 19. What a shitty year for the Lions. Yeah, he was my first pick at quarterback last year. <laughs> I'm so glad I picked him. What a douche. I will yeah. never pick him again. Screw that guy. Yeah, at least the Lions are worse than Green Bay. Jesus Christ. I Last year was just a terrible... Okay, so I had first overall pick in our fantasy league, and you know who I picked? Le'Veon Bell, who didn't play the entire year. <laughs> you know, that's so I pick wasted, this year. I wasted an entire pick. No, I'm never picking Le'Veon Bell again, ever. I need to write that name down. No, please. <laughs> write it down. I'm never picking him again. I, I hate that guy. I will never do it again because I lost money because of that piece of shit. Oh, I'm going to hold out. How old Screw is he him. now? 30. He's 30? Oh. Uh, that will be a quick look up. I, th- yeah, that, that was literally just a guess on my part. I'm going to guess don't know. like 27. <laughs> You're going to guess 27? He is he is twenty seven. Well done. Thank well you. done. I I usually don't concede to Michael, but this is <laughs> this is irrefutable evidence for me to try. <laughs> like I have nothing to say. Le'Veon Bell is twenty seven years old. He still has some miles left on him, but you never know. Um, speaking of running backs, okay, you got um, what's that game where you marry one, kill one? You know, sleep, screw sleep fuck with. one. Yeah. You can go ahead and say it, Michael. This is a podcast. It's not, we're sober, not on the radio. Sober enough enough to say fuck, but there it is. All right. <laughs> uh, the Cowboys. You got Amari Cooper. You got Dak Prescott. You got Zeke Elliott. Who are you paying first? Who's most important? See, okay, I've thought about this a little, and I when I say a little, I mean, I mean maybe <laughs> for like two minutes. No, no, I I have thought about it for maybe a couple of days. <laughs> Damn, 
Uh, believe it or not, think too well, much about Cowboys football. Uh, well, I, it's more about fantasy than it is about yeah, Cowboy okay. football in general. But no, I'm asking like if you're Jerry Jones, you're running the team. If I was Jerry Jones, you pay him? I would pay. I would pay Dak. Mari Cooper already has his money. Give Dak the paycheck. Dak is a top ten quarterback fantasy wise, as you can see. Zeke is a top two or three running back. Right hand side there. Barkley was the number one, uh, or is that projected? That's consensus ranking. So that's projected. So Zeke is four right now. But but what I'd do is I would pay Dak. I would give Zeke a big offer, but not too big for like two years. Two years. Two years is correct. It it would be a short-term contract because, I mean, who's to say he's even going to be that good after two years? So give him two years. Pay him the money for two years. Pay all three of them, but pay Dak for seven, over seven years? You want Dak to be your quarterback for seven years? I don't know, man. I, I'm kind of okay. Five years. I'll, I'll reduce seven to five. I'll say pay Dak over five years. Give Zeke the money over two years, and then trade him before you're due the second year, and get a boatload of picks for him because he, he's going to be in his late twenties at that point. Yeah, and running backs usually go downhill after thirty. Usually, I think Dax or uh, Zeke's going to have a little more longevity than most running backs. I don't Why? Know. I just feel. Just watching him run, I just feel like he is. Um, give him a five-year deal because I'm sure he wants some kind of security. Running backs don't really have now, but Dak, they're kind of in a weird spot because, like, it's Dak Prescott or nothing. Because I feel like they're always going to be kind of middle of the road, and they're never going to get a high enough pick. And I guess unless they trade it up in the draft to get a quarterback but they're always going to be kind of middle of the road so they're never going to get somebody to replace Dak but I don't think I just don't see Dak Prescott being the type to get them to like see, the NFC championship game see, or to the Super Bowl I was with I you I think he's a good quarterback I was with you initially but then I started thinking about it and I was like look how many player or how many teams have a player that have been to the playoffs and won a playoff game. Which I think he's won one, right? He's won one, which is more than you can say for quite a few of the players in the NFL right now, at least at quarterback. So he has the formula. They have the formula to win. You have an offensive line that's the best in football. You don't necessarily need Zeke. You need a serviceable running back. Well, like like a uh I like, think like okay, a, a special running back. He, he's a very 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 good running back. I'm not saying he's not. I'm saying that what the Cowboys could do is pay him for a couple years, trade him after the year and a half, right? Get get him for this year, see if they can win a title. Trade him after a year and a half, get a boatload of picks back. Go out and the money that they saved signing Zeke for a third year, 
get a very good serviceable running back like say a Dalvin Cook or like a like a uh, like a Tevin Coleman or a Devontae Freeman, get a good serviceable running back, and your quarterback's set, your receiver's set, your defense is good. They need very good. To compliment Amari Cooper, though I think I agree. But if you get one of those players, like say Freeman, Coleman, or you know somebody very good, their offensive line is good enough to open holes for that player. It's not just Zeke. Zeke is a special player because Zeke has had a very big benefit, just like Emmett Smith did. Emmett Smith had a huge benefit of having the best offensive line in football yeah. for for eight years. And then you, you you so the Cowboys have a top five offensive line, easily top five offensive line in the NFL. You get a player that may not be as Physical or physically gifted as Zeke, but serviceable. Very, very serviceable, like a Devontae Freeman or like a yeah, like a like a Marvin that. Mack. They sign them for less money, use the picks that they traded for to improve everybody else around them. Defense, offense, doesn't matter. Whatever you want to do. Because their defense is great. Let's be real. Uh, their defense is probably a top, easily really? a top eight, top nine defense. I don't know. Dude, they are good. The Cowboys are good. They didn't even make the playoffs D- last year, did they? They did make the playoffs. They won a game in the playoffs. Was it they, last year? Yes. They Who won a they game beat? in the playoffs. Who'd they beat? They beat the Seahawks, I think. If I, if I remember right, uh, hold on. All right, don't hold me to that. Uh, well, the, I mean, the eight I did, people I didn't that think listen they made the playoffs. So I mean, I'm more ignorant than you are. I only know this much about the Cowboys because of Zane Riley. I swear to God. <laughs> and, and same reason why I know more about the fucking Lakers than I need to know. But I, I don't give a shit about the Lakers. But I I will say that uh, I I know they made the playoffs and I know they won a game. Uh, <laughs> I need to look it up. I'm sorry, everybody. Uh, oh yeah, they won the division. They did win the division. They they ran away with the division. By well, the they way, they won it by one game. No, they ran away with it. They were ten and six. Eagles were nine and seven. Do you really think the Eagles would have? No, no. Yeah, I, I think they, I think they absolutely demolished that entire, that entire division. So uh, you were right. Schedule. They did play the Seahawks, huh? I think that yeah, yeah. They beat the Seahawks by I... two, and then they played the Rams and lost by. Oh eight. yeah, that's fairly close. So, take, take Zeke out. Save the money. And sign trade him. Sign trade Cooper. Zeke. Trade Zeke after a year and a half. You know, he's not going to... For a boatload of picks. He's then, not going to play this year if you don't pay him, though. That's why I'm saying pay him for two years. Three years. You got to pay him a lot. Okay, so pay him for three years. And then, okay. and then you probably can't sign Cooper and you probably can't sign 
I don't know the I don't know Cooper's contract is it. I I, I don't know Cooper or Dak's contract, but I I guarantee you that they have that they should pay Dak before they should pay Zeke. Because running backs are a dime a dozen. I mean, you you can find a good serviceable running back instead of a great or good quarterback. Yeah, I agree. They I think they're in a tough spot the Cowboys to sign all three of those guys. But I think if they want to stay where they're at, they need to. If they and they okay. even add some. This is my final thought. Sign Dak. Keep Cooper on the contract until he needs to be re-signed. Sign Zeke for two, three years. Trade him before the trade deadline. Get a boatload of picks. Save that money that you used to trade away Zeke. And sign a very good, serviceable running back. Doesn't need to be great. Needs to be serviceable. Needs to be... Like, if you need somebody to run a wheel route... Wheel? (laughs) If you need somebody to run a wheel route, get Devontae Freeman or Tevin Coleman. You know, like, have them run a wheel route, drop it in. To the championship. Wheel route to the Super Bowl. Wheel route to the Super Bowl. That's right. That's right. that, that's what the Cowboys need to do. We just high five, which is super lame. Because that was but our that was our play. Th- that that yeah. was our play in, in uh, uh, what was it NCAA fourteen? Yeah, the last time they made it. Um, man, I I think the Cowboys are going to make a big mistake signing Zeke long term for a lot of money. They need to sign him short term for a lot of money and trade him once that short term comes up. So they get a boatload of picks, and then they can try and sign somebody serviceable. Not great, but serviceable. Yeah, not a bad idea. That's my take. All right. All right, guys. We're, uh, we're going to let you go here. This, we're 10, 11, 12 minutes. We're, yeah, well, we're 12 minutes over what we were going to say. Uh, so you can follow us on Twitter, wait a sec, underscore pod, or at wait a sec p. Facebook, Wait a Sec Podcast, like and share. Tell us tell us what's going on. Uh, send us some messages. Let us know what you want us to talk about. We'd be happy to do it. Uh, also, share, share it with your friends. Yeah, you give us some icebreaker questions, at least something. For God's sakes, Michael and I are running out of stuff to talk about. Uh, we'll talk to you guys later. Have a good night.